but the the senior you get, um, I think we can't underplay the importance of technical skills and experience. That's very important. Um, when we go into a market to look for someone to fill a position for, that really plays a role because you want to hire someone that is aligned to the current and the future requirements of the role. Welcome to the All In Recruitment Podcast by Manatao, where we explore best practices, learnings and trends with leaders in the recruitment space. If you like our content, please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and Spotify to stay tuned for our weekly episodes. My name is Lydia and with us today is Nontobe Kopale, a recruitment manager most recently with Baker McKenzie. Welcome, Nontobe Kopale. Thank you for joining us. Morning, Lydia, from my side. Um, and thank you so much for having me on your podcast this morning. So what has your journey been like in the talent space? What is your growth story? Please. Um, I started off at an agency um, straight from university. Um, I got an opportunity to work at an agency. And for me, I, I was at a point where I didn't really think I would go the recruitment route. I guess I was still trying to find my feet in terms of what is it that I want to do? Um, so I, I took the opportunity that was um, afforded to me. And through that, I, I discovered that talent acquisition is actually an area that I enjoy, mm -hmm. that I'm passionate about. Um, the first few years had a lot of, lot of learning, um, just discovering myself personally and also in the professional space. Um, so spent the first few years, I think about four years or so in a, at an agency, um, two actual agencies. Um, and I worked with some really exceptional clients, um, some big clients, mm. mostly within the financial services and their professional services. And, you know, that time really taught me the importance of client relations, um, and it was through those relationships with my key clients that I was able to get an opportunity to join KPMG. Um, and that opportunity came at the right time where I was really feeling like I've, I've reached a ceiling in terms of working at an agency. And I really wanted to push myself into a slightly different role in terms of recruitment, just more internal. Um, and yeah, that opportunity just opened a whole lot more opportunities for me. Um, I worked for some really exceptional companies, um, worked with some really exceptional managers and stakeholders. Hmm. And it, it, it's been a journey of learning, discovery, and I'm not yet at an end. I'm still learning. I'm still discovering. But so far, it's been a fruitful journey. Excellent. And your most recent role was in Baker McKenzie, where you were managing recruitment for AMIA. Is that right? Um, so, yes, I was most recently with Baker McKenzie. Um, and at Baker McKenzie, I guess I was part of the EMEA recruitment team, which was regional. Um, but my role predominantly was looking after the South African office. So what are some uh, observations you've made about the demand or even the availability of talent in this region. Are there any interesting insights you'd like to share? Um, I guess it's every hiring manager, every business wants to hire the best. 
um, and this is across um, sectors and industries. And there's a lot of competition in terms of key talent or strong talent in the market, which, of course, um, it's, it's not like it's unlimited, um, you know. Um, so there's a lot of competition in terms of acquiring the best talent in the market. Um, but just narrowing it to the, the legal sector, I guess there's especially in the space where Baker McKinsey operates, mm-hmm. um, there's also a lot of competition in terms of the international law firms um, actually recruiting talent in South Africa, key talent, um, which poses a very big challenge in terms of the local market where you hire someone from a junior level, you upskill them, you develop them. And once we're there, the point where they're really thriving and you see future prospect of them possibly being partners in an organization, they then get um, this lifetime opportunity at a firm in London or in the US. Um, so in terms of talent, I think there's a lot of competition, but that's not only limited locally. Um, it's also coming from the, the international market. And that's an interesting observation to make because then you, you might also position the company as a place of growth, making it attractive to a whole new segment of, of job seekers or applicants or candidates, as you call them. Right? So on that note, how do you position that company or the company that you're representing as a place of growth? Yeah, I think it's it's very important for any company to align itself to what's current in terms of the work market um, and understanding that the type of talent that is currently in the workforce, um, it's very different. Their expectations are very different. And that's one thing that the pandemic has made quite clear. Um, so having a very healthy um Work culture, it's very important. Um, candidates want to know that they, they have flexibility in terms of their work, where they can find a balance or have flexibility between personal requirements, but also professional requirements, which is why the hybrid model works so beautifully because it allows one not to be always in conflict with, do I choose to go to the office or attend these meetings, prioritize work, was also neglecting my personal needs, but hybrid model really gives you flexibility in terms of how you manage your all time, but also making sure that you still deliver because there's an expectation from an organization that you will deliver on what's required from you. Um, I think that's very important. So work culture that is healthy is very important, Um, but also growth. Um, Everyone wants to be developed. Um, They want to be in a position where they're able to reach the, the fullness of their potential and really push themselves. And if it's an organization where opportunities are available, where talent is really nurtured in the sense that you've given the platform to grow, whether academically, um, if you want to study further, or just in terms of your work um, mm. and development, I think that those are the, the ingredients that any organization really needs in terms of nurturing and keeping talent how important is the balance between you know you've got your academic achievements right and you've got your academic history and you also looked into practical skills or the kinds of skills that you need today perhaps not just academic or not just technical Mm. know-how but also so many other kinds of digitalized skills skill sets communication skills etc 
So how important is the balance between academic achievement and practical skills when it comes to evaluating potential candidates in a law firm, for example, such as such as the one that you worked for, Baker McKenzie? So I'll just speak from my experience and what I've observed the past few years. Yes, academics are important. Um, academic achievement is very important. But I guess it also depends on the type of role um, that one is recruiting from um, in the sector. Um, how I've seen it is that in terms of academic achievements, uh, that really plays a key role for more of your junior roles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll speak from just from a graduate recruitment perspective. Then your academic achievements um, and what you've achieved during your academic career is really key in terms of how an organization is going to perceive you because future success is very much um, predicted through your academic performance. And part of the, the screening process and the early interview process, that really plays a huge role. So the better you achieve compared to your peers, the more accolades you have in terms of academics, the higher the chances that um, organizations are going to be after you because they identify something in you that um, they can predict as future success. Mm. But the the senior you get, um, I think we can't underplay the importance of technical skills and experience. That's very important. when we go into a market to look for someone to fill a position for. That really plays a role because you want to hire someone that is aligned to the current and the future requirements of a role. So technical and experience really plays a role the more you, you grow in your career. Um, but also uh, in certain sectors, upskilling yourself academically um, can be a plus in terms of an add-on to your technical experience, which can be seen as an additional, um, for lack of a better word, but um, yeah, playing a role in terms of how you can be perceived by a recruiter and hiring manager. Now, in terms of cultural fit or cultural ad, as we may call it today, how do you assess cultural fit or, or the cultural compatibility during the recruitment process and, and why is this important? That's always very tough, to be honest with you, because, I mean, culture, it's not like something that is written on, on your face and you can say, this one um, is a fit for our organization. But I guess it's how you interact with the candidates, um, how they interact with you as what you in the recruitment process. Um, you know, how they would answer and respond to questions that uh, are poised at them. But also, I guess, finding ways um, of picking up those cues during an interview process. Um, scenario-based questions are one example that I can give in, in the sense that the candidate gets to tell a story of theirs, of how they've dealt with the situation or they've made a contribution in their current or previous organization. And through that, you can then assess in terms of what they're saying is that aligned to one, the type of person and perspective that you're looking to hire. Does that align in terms of um, the values of an organization? Um, are they fit culturally? To make just um, a silly example, if you have a candidate in an interview process who's very rude, 
um, that that's not a positive <laughs> trait that anyone would like to be associated with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's um, having the ability to just pick up those cues during the interview process. But unfortunately, there's no case to assessment that one can do that can say, yes, definitely, you are a fit. Um, but also some organization will use the tool such as psychometrics um, to pick up in terms of personality and culture, either alignments with the organization's values and the candidate. Um, and through those tools, then they're able to pick up if someone is a fit or not. Moving into this, on the topic of assessing candidates with suitability, right? So how is technology impacting the recruitment process and what role does it play in assessing candidates' suitability? Um, technology is is beautiful in that it's it's transforming everything from what we know to what's currently available. And, and how we do things, right? How we do things, um, and for the better, for the better. I mean, it has made efficiency um, processes are more streamlined. Um, it, it, I think it's it's a great tool for us to have, but I, I don't think we're yet in a position where we have fully embraced the benefits of technology and how it can better our industry, which is talent acquisition. Um, I think there's there's still a bit of hesitation in, in terms of the, the thinking that it's going to replace us. Um, if a company can write a script that is able to run an entire recruitment process efficiently, then why would there be a need for a recruitment consultant? So through those questions and doubts, I think there's a little bit of hesitation in terms of um, how we fully embrace technology. But there are some companies that have really taken time to really invest in technology and improving their processes. And I think if we can get to that position, one, we can be more like recruitment or tied position can be seen as more of a strategic partnership to the business um, instead of just a back office resource where you get a job spec from a hiring manager, you go source candidate interview and then hire, but really be involved in terms of the strategy and where the direction that an organization is heading to by being a strategic partner. Um, but yeah, technology, I think it's amazing. Um, there's still more that we can do. Um, yeah, I think we just need to get to a position where we can fully embrace it and not think of it as something that can take away our, our jobs in the near future. It's also interesting to see how technology comes into the picture and also elevates the sort of skill sets that a yeah. recruiter might already possess, right? And allow yeah. them to focus on other things. And on that note also, there's been, as, as you and I already know, there's been widespread adoption of AI across all aspects of business today. And how do you think talent acquisition professionals can benefit from AI? I think I'll just take an example, the recruitment process locally, how it typically runs. I think there are many steps in the in the, in the recruitment process that can be that AI can assist us in terms of running those processes. Um, um, the admin portion of recruitment um, can definitely be streamlined into um, AI or be more efficiently by using technology. Um, 
video interviews. Um, I think it's also part of what we can do differently in terms of how we engage with candidates um, and just moving away from the more traditional ways of doing things and giving us um, or allowing us a bit of time where you can have more engagement with the business, um, engaging with stakeholders and fully being invested in the business itself and how you can support from a talent position perspective. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's just one thing that I can think of. There's more that we can do in terms of how we streamline our processes Thank and you. just taking away the admin part, especially for me. Like much admin, <laughs> yeah. So you know, it is not just one person, but you know, across the board, there are tasks that are done on a daily basis that perhaps don't really yeah. add value to yeah. the long term goals that you might have or the long term growth goals that you might have as a yeah. So wanting to build those relationships, etc. So uh, we're seeing Chat GPT, we're seeing all sorts of uh, versions of that coming out. Generative AI is taking over everywhere and we there are plenty of use cases out there so have you yourself used it before i've played around with chat gpt mm -hmm. um, from a personal side um i actually enjoy it um so i've played around with it i've actually played around with a few ai tools that are available in the market mm. um but having yet been in a position where i can um, just play around with those tools professionally um but hopefully you know in the near future, <laughs> I can mm -hmm. be in a position where I can actually be able to apply that in my day-to-day -day life and see the benefit myself um, applying those on a day-to-day -day and actually see how it works. Um, but yeah, for now, I've, I've worked in spaces where recruitment and how it runs has been pretty much traditional mm -hmm. with a little bit of technology that's introduced, but not at a wide scale. So that leaves a great, a greater room for potential in that case, right? Definitely, it's definitely, yeah. definitely a place for it to for it to grow and to grow in a way that you want it to grow, based on how yeah. you you perceive the technology. So, separately, how would you, you know, we we spoke about this. We spoke about how. Technology is coming to play and yourself, as you said, technology being beautiful, right? And that also means that the person using that technology would have to then evolve in terms of skill yeah. sets. So how would you describe the role of a talent acquisition professional in today's context? What does a talent professional, talent acquisition professional need to be or need to have as, uh, as skills, as key skills? Yeah. Um... I think one, analytics, um, yes, maybe not as a developer also or as a data analyst. Um, but analytics, I think it's one of those skills that are slowly coming into the space of talent acquisition and actually showing its benefits um, because we live in a time where data is important um, and recruitment has a lot of data itself. Um, so it's being able to know how to manage and how to interpret the data that you have for the benefit of the business. So analytics, I think it's one of the skills we, we really need to invest in for the benefit of talent acquisition and the future of the, the, the profession. 
um, but also if we're going to transition and see ourselves more of a business partner, um, then we need to understand that that comes with um, communication, having strong communication in the sense that you're able to articulate and communicate your ideas to the business in a manner that they're able to understand and that mm. can be translated easily. Um, understanding the importance of stakeholder management. And yes, it's always been there. Um, you can't think of recruitment or title position in absence of stakeholder management because that goes hand in hand. But it's really seeing its value and how that has evolved over time to now. Um, I think those are some of the skills that we, we really need to have. Um, business acumen, which links into my other point where in terms of partnering with the business that comes with understanding the business acumen that is expected of you. Um, and also just being, being present, um, being present and being available and being flexible. What, one thing that I've realized that in the more you work and engage with business on a one-on-one and as a business partner, you need to understand that you, you need to be flexible because requirements and expectations from business, they change all the times and you can't be of a narrow mindset or of a fixed mindset that this is how things are, this is how things ought to be. But there are times where, yes, processes are important, but there are times where you really need to understand the expectations of the business and see how you can be a bit flexible um, in terms of your processes and how so that you can be in a position where you can better assist the business. Um, so, yeah. And those are all key skills and um, sort of ways to upskill uh, the talent acquisition professionals' current skills, right, in order to yeah. for the future, right? What advice would you give someone who's starting out in recruitment or even talent acquisition today, given the market, given the technological changes, given the disruptions we're seeing? What might be an advice or a few pieces of advice that we'd like to give? Embrace newness. Um, embrace technology. <laughs> Technological um, newness. Yes. <laughs> I really think we need to embrace technology more. So embrace technology. Um, be resourceful. Uh, I think it's, it's very important. Be resourceful um, in a business. Um, be proactive. Um, be flexible. But also understanding the importance of networking, especially if you're still studying off in your career. Um, networking can really carry you a long time in terms of later in your career, um, you might find yourself in a position where you need assistance um, or you are in need. Um, and you can actually use your network to fill that need and to get assistance. Um, so networking is very important. Um, and it also gives you insight in terms of understanding what your peers in the industry are doing. Um, in other sectors, what are they doing differently? Um, what processes do they have that perhaps you yourself in your organization can adopt in actually making your processes more streamlined or more efficient. So networking is also very important. Well, thank you very much, Nodobeko, for your time, your insights, and also the, the observations you've made about practices in hiring and recruitment, especially in your region and the, the the industries that you've worked from. So thank you very much. Really appreciate that. And so 
if for the audience listening in, they might want to contact you or take the conversation forward. So drop your contact details. Firstly, thank you so much for inviting me um, for this conversation. I really enjoyed engaging with you. Um, I'm available on, on LinkedIn and my LinkedIn handle it's Nadawegopale. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to reach out, they can get hold of me on LinkedIn. And we have been in conversation with Notobeko Pale, a recruitment manager most recently with Baker McKenzie. Thank you for joining us. And remember to subscribe, stay tuned for more weekly episodes from All in Recruitment. <laughs>